So, my dear brother or sister, how about we pull over, for a minute, and clear some landmines laid in our path of understanding our planet, and God, and where our place is, in this understanding, or worldview. Have you ever wondered, why, some Christians believe in a young, or younger earth, than we are taught in science class? I mean, don't they have dates figured out for the things they find? All the time I hear on TV. Scientists estimate the date of the DNA to be around 200,000 years ago. Or, radiometric dating show the dinosaur fossil to be around 70 million years old. Even talking about rock layers, such as are found in the Grand Canyon, being formed millions, and even billions, of years ago. We might say to ourselves, How can they deny science? These Christians think faith is the answer to everything. Like we discussed earlier, this is not your ordinary Christ-based narration. This is an evangelical appeal, as well as meant to encourage your walk with Jesus, and is apologetic in nature. My journey through life and my testimony of Christ are at the very heart of the Chronicle. It is a road trip we are taking together. There is always something new and different around every corner. It is an adventure. You aren't required to do anything, but come along and enjoy the trip. I'm going to have my friend tell you about Kurt Wise. I have learned a great deal from Dr. Wise and his lectures, many of which can be found online. He has also taught me how to see God in everything he created. In his course on devotional biology, he shows how God has revealed himself in every detail of creation, and much more. Let my friend give you his background. Kurt Wise is an American young earth creationist who serves as the director of Creation Research Center at Truett McConnell University in Cleveland, Georgia. He holds a Ph.D. in geology from Harvard University and has previously taught at Bryan College and Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Wise is an invertebrate paleontologist and has contributed to the Creation Museum in Petersburg, Kentucky. He has written in support of creationism and has been featured in the film, As Genesis History. He is also the director of Origins Research at Bryan College in Dayton, Tennessee. One of the things that Dr. Wise says is, We see all kinds of evidence of huge catastrophic events that happened in the past. These types of processes don't happen today like that. Kurt Wise labels Earth's history in different epochs. He says, each era was completely different from today, therefore most dating methods are off. He points out, You can't always use the present to define the past. Every epoch was a very different experience, and the fossil records show this. He tells us that using the same samples, for example, a triceratops horn, or the DNA track of mitochondrial Eve, but using different dating methods, we get extremely different results. In 2 Peter chapter 3 it says, They will say, What's been has always been. Nothing changes. They are willingly ignorant, purposely rejecting these truths. Then mentioning creation and the flood as truths they reject. By using the phylogenetic mutation rate, the amount of assumed mutations 
between humans and chimpanzees. Mitochondrial Eve, the single female that all people alive today descended from, is estimated to be around 170,000 to 200,000 years old. However, by using the genealogical mutation rate, the observed mutation rate of closely related families today, calculated over today's time. Mitochondrial Eve is estimated to have lived around 6,000 to 7,000 years ago. Different dating methods. Different results. Dr. Wise puts creation's history into different epochs. Each era was different. Therefore, dating methods can't always be measured as if everything has always been the way it is. He divides history into six or seven, depending on if you see the flood as an era, mostly very different epochs. There are also two epochs still to come. Wise's Different Eras Creation Epoch Edenian Epoch Antidiluvian Epoch The Flood Post-Flood Epoch Modern Epoch First, as you could have guessed, was the Creation Epoch. You know, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and on the first day, and so on. This was a very different time. The planets. The stars. God stretching out the universe. Extremely different than today. After creation, we see the Eden-Ean epoch. Adam and Eve in the garden. A world in which if they would not have sinned, they would have apparently lived forever. A world with no death a harmonious planet. Not the kind of world we see today. Next, we have the anti-Diluvian period. God cursing the creation and changing the rules. Death and decay. No longer will the sun burn forever. A very different world. Same laws as today, but very different. Different sets of plants and animals. Giant animals, plants, and trees. Same species as today, but larger. And different species that have become extinct, such as dinosaurs, a warmer earth, a more robust atmosphere, with different land mass. Significantly different than we see today. And then the flood radically changes everything. Continents moving rapidly, smashing into each other. The ocean floors ripping apart in upheavals. Mountains being formed rapidly. Water washing back and forth over the continents by global tsunamis. Thousands of feet of sediment ripping off the old continents and landing on the new continents, depositing thousands of feet of sediment over and over and over. And then, the post-flood epoch. Global recovery. Atmosphere recovery. Plants, animals, and man hyperadapting and spreading out. There would have been a lot of water, and many volcanoes and earthquakes, occurring less and less as the earth settles and calms over time. Geological recovery. A slowing down process after the flood event. And now, 
The Modern Epic What We See Today So, based on what we have seen and been a part of at this stop on our journey, what do you think? Can we measure the age of things we find today, without considering how different it was during the time it was left to be found? Here is something else to consider. When Mount St. Helen erupted, back in 1980, scientists took samples of the rock after it cooled. Radiometric dating measured the rock to be formed between 200,000 and 300,000 years ago, when in fact, it had been less than seven years at the time it was dated. Also, the Mount Etna Basalt, in Sicily, had an event that was recorded by man in 122 BC, which when dated using radiometric dating, dated to between 170,000 and 330,000 years ago. And another event occurred in 1972, had dates ranging from 210,000 to 490,000 years ago. These dates not only do not comply with known events, but they are all over the place. And notice how the ranges are extremely wide. Now, these methods have gotten better in recent years. But even if these dates only show a history of inaccuracy and sophistry, they are mostly obligated by a preconceived equation of a steady rate of decay. Imagine a faucet with a bucket under it. Now, imagine the faucet was dripping slowly. We can measure the rate of the drip and the volume of the bucket to determine how long the faucet has been dripping in the bucket. Well, we don't know if there was any water in the bucket before it was placed under the faucet. We don't know if the water was running for a second and then turned down to a drip. By measuring the drip rate and the volume, we are most likely incorrect, but that is the only data we have, and is all we can measure upon finding the faucet and the bucket. Now I know these days you can never be sure of the information you get, but I at least think we can trust Dr. Wise, a Harvard geologist and invertebrate paleontologist. Kurt Wise is not only a devoted brother in the family of Christ, he is one of many experts in their scientific fields that understand how creation and the flood are explainable by science and even have better answers for the beginning of life and how the earth shows overwhelmingly many signs of a worldwide catastrophic event. A little further down the road we're going to check out a place that was inspired by some things I heard from Dr. Wise. Things totally different than science stuff. Things that help us see where we fit in the family of God and fulfill our true desires. Oh, I almost forgot. There are two more epics to come. Before the next epic comes, there will be a probably short period of rapture and tribulation. The end of times. The apocalypse. The second coming of Christ. This time, when he comes, he will rule. And we, the saints, will rule with him. The kingdom of God on earth. We will see about the millennial kingdom later, but for now let me just point out that Jesus is more than the king. He is the king of kings. So that's the millennial kingdom which will be on this earth we have now, but after several catastrophic events that take place during the tribulation. After the millennial kingdom.
God will create a new universe and a new earth. Creation will be made perfect, and we will live on new earth with heavenly bodies for all of eternity, in the presence of God, our Father. We will be the same person we have always been, with just a greater capacity for understanding. So, that's a viewpoint about how we can look at creation's history from a biblical worldview. Consider that Dr. Wise and all the other multiple Ph.D. scientists can see evidence of the Bible's accuracy. Also, it almost seems crazy that the Bible hasn't changed for over 2,000 years and older, and still holds up to educated scientific scrutiny for those who dare test its theories. Did you know there is a declaration of a dissent from Darwinism signed by over a thousand scientists? Look it up. There are many more reasons and explanations for dates that don't line up with mainstream science, where God cannot be tested as a viable theory. Perhaps they're afraid of where the answers might lead. We, of course, are just visitors who are stopping in and checking things out. But with the ability God gave mankind to deduce his nature— we can get a better look and gain more knowledge. This knowledge we gain on our journey is like the mementos and memories we gather on our travels. As we gather these treasures we put together pieces like a puzzle. We may not know why we hold on to such things, but as we gather and glean, and with the mercy of the Holy Spirit, we can put the pieces together and shine light on what was once hidden in the darkness.